0: Hey, welcome this morning to the Summer Devo. Gonna try this again. I think the first time we had some technical difficulties. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Let us know who's watching. Put your name in the comments. Um, also share a prayer request. If you have something going on um, in your life, we would love to be uh, praying for you. And as a reminder, this is the final week of the Summer Devo because we're kicking off 21 days of prayer starting this Sunday. And what that looks like is on Sundays we have our normal service times, and then Monday through Thursday, I mean Monday through Friday, we have a prayer service live and in in-person and live online at the church at 6 a.m., 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., and then on Saturdays we have a special prayer service in-person and live online from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., and uh, there's a special uh, prayer experience just for your kids as well on those Saturday mornings, and um, it's going to be an amazing time, so we're excited about that. Well, uh, today I want to kind of continue in the same vein as I did yesterday, about forgiveness, but instead of talking about forgiving others, I want to focus on this, and I've titled this message "Help, I can't forgive myself." And so maybe for you, the struggle is not necessarily being forgiving other people in your life, but um, your struggle is forgiving yourself, and you're holding on to self unforgiveness you're and I, I was thinking what what is that? why is that 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 I struggle with that? why is it that we struggle with that and and simply this, self unforgiveness is called shame. That's what self-unforgiveness is. and I want to go back to the scripture where Paul says in Ephesians 4:32 the latter part of this verse forgiving one another readily and freely just as God in Christ also forgave you. So forgiveness is where Paul is focusing on forgiving others. And I want to kind of turn it a little bit today and say, what does it look like to begin to forgive yourself and get free? Some of us are living in a prison of shame because of the the mistakes that we've made in our past. Some of us are living in a prison of shame. We can't get out of it. And I pray that you could begin to break free today in Jesus name so here's just some truths about forgiving yourself forgiving yourself does not mean what you did was okay so it's not saying oh no big deal, you know, the people I hurt, the way I, you know, the way I lived, no big deal, and that's not what forgiving yourself is. Forgiving yourself does not take make the consequences go away. So it's not just a magic um, no big no big deal if you forgive yourself, it's as if nothing ever happened in your life and and you're not going to deal with any of the consequences. But forgiving yourself means that you receive what was paid for by Jesus. Instead of trying to pay for your own debt by living in toxic shame. See, I have good news today. And it's that Jesus paid the debt for the penalty for every wrong decision you or I will ever make. He paid for it on the cross. He he paid the debt of sin. But... When we live in shame, we try to pay for again what Jesus has already paid for. It would be as if someone, uh, it'd be as if someone paid for your meal. You know, you know, the, the waiter walks up to your table, and you know, instead of giving you a bill, you're saying, "Hey, where's my bill?" And they say, "Hey, that family over there already paid for it," and and you say, "Oh no, I'm not going to let them pay for it." But but, sir, it's already been paid for. Oh, I want to pay for it again. And I want to pay for it again, and that's what that's what shame does. We, you hear a message like this: "Oh, Jesus has forgiven you," and you think, "Oh, what Jesus did is not enough. I need to pay for it again," and it and it keeps us in a toxic prison of shame. Here's some truths about shame: Shame is the intensely painful feeling that you are unworthy of love and belonging. It's. It's the feeling that you don't belong. You are not loved. What you've done, you should be so ashamed of yourself. That's where shame keeps us in a prison. Shame depends on you buying into the lie that you are alone and unworthy of love. And this is how Satan lies to us when we've made mistakes. See, he lures us into temptation. And then after we give into the temptation, he pours shame on us and keeps us in a prison and we feel that we're we, we, we're alone and we're not worthy of love i just want to stop here and say to someone who you know this message is for you today I want to say to you, you are worthy of love. And regardless of your mistakes, your mistakes do not define your identity. Your God defines your identity. And you are who God says you are. You're not your worst mistake. You're not your worst moment. You're not that snapshot that Satan keeps bringing up in your life. You are who Jesus Christ says you are. And he went to the cross not just for other people. He went to the cross for you. He went to the cross because you were worthy of love and he gave, God gave his only son so that you could have hope and you could have life. And you're not alone and you're not unworthy of love. The devil wants to use your shame to drive you away from God. That's what's happening. But God wants to use your guilt to draw you to his grace. You see guilt is that feeling of I made a mistake. Shame is the feeling I am a mistake. Two completely different things. See, guilt or conviction, if I could say it that way, comes from God. And it says, I want to change. I made a mistake. Shame comes from Satan and says, You can't change. You're a mistake. God doesn't love you. But here's what here's what the scripture says: Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Somebody needs to receive this this morning. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. None, no condemnation, regardless of your past, regardless of your mistakes. If you're in Christ, Satan has no power to cause you to live in shame, unless you believe his lie. And so today we're gonna we're gonna reject the lie of the enemy. We're going to replace it with the truth of God's word and begin to forgive ourselves. Three challenges today. First of all, if you're struggling to forgive yourself, focus on Jesus, who he is, and what he's done for you. Focus on him. Don't focus on yourself. You need to, if you're dealing with shame, if you're dealing with not being able to forgive yourself, stop looking at yourself. See, that's what Satan wants you to do. Look at yourself. Look at how bad you are. Look at the mistakes you've made. Now, take your focus off of you and put your focus on Jesus, who he is, what he's done for you. Say things like this, I am not, but because of Jesus, I am. Keep your eyes on Jesus instead of turning and looking at yourself and worshiping the mistakes you've made and worship the God that is perfect. And, 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 And it doesn't surprise Jesus that you've made mistakes. He knows who we are. So keep your eyes on him and watch what he can do in your life. Secondly, treat yourself like someone you love. Treat yourself like someone you love. We say things to ourselves that we would never let someone say to our, our family. We say things to ourselves that we wouldn't even say to complete strangers, many of us. We say all kinds of terrible things to ourselves. When we look in the mirror, we tell ourselves how ugly we are. Whenever we make a mistake, we tell ourselves how stupid we are. When we think about our past, we we, we, we continue to... Pour shame on ourselves and be free of that today in Jesus' name. Understand who you are. See, when my kids say negative things about themselves, um, I have uh, one of my son's struggles with this, and he'll say, oh, I'm so stupid, or I'm so this, or I'm so that. I'm just the dumbest kid ever. I tell you, it hurts my heart as a dad because I'm thinking, no, you're not. You are You're so smart. You're You are my son. And, and you're actually hurting my heart whenever you're talking bad about yourself. Can I just say this? When you focus on all the negative parts of you and you speak shame over your life and all their mistakes and you say you're ugly, you're not just hurting yourself, you're hurting the heart of your Father that made you and loves you and you are just the way you are because of His grace in your life. So treat yourself like someone you love. And lastly, stop trying to change your past. And allow Jesus to change your future. The truth is you can't change the past. You can't change it. It's done. You can't, you, you, you can't go back and change it. But here's what you can do. You can let God change you from the inside out today. So instead of spending your energy on focusing on the past, why don't you say, God, would you do something new in my life today? And that's what Isaiah 43, 19 says. It says, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I want to say that to somebody today. God's doing a new thing. Let's not focus on the past. Let's not live in toxic shame. Let's begin to forgive others and also forgive ourselves or receive, if I could say it like this, receive God's forgiveness and understand it's enough let's pray today. Lord, I just thank you so much. Lord, for your truth. I thank you for your hope. I thank you, Lord, that you're with us here today. Lord, that through the miracle of technology, we can join together and study your word together and pray. Lord, I pray specifically, even if it's just for one person dealing with not being able to forgive themselves today. Lord, help them to see um, your forgiveness in their lives. God, help us to see your grace and mercy and help us to begin to let shame, to begin to let shame be broken off of our lives, God, so that we can become everything that you've called us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, guys, don't miss tomorrow, our final day of the Summer Devo. I hope you have an amazing day, City Hills family. God bless you. Have, we'll see you uh, tomorrow morning.